You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It's a fair point from the text line, and let me address it because as soon as I said it, I rethought it. Scott, from the text line, I take issue when you said, who doesn't have enough food in their refrigerator for three days? There are thousands of people in this community with nothing in their refrigerator or their cupboards. That's why we have food banks, harvesters, etc., I've worked in the not-for-profit sector my entire career. I see it all the time. Thank you. And, Texter, you're absolutely right. And if I came across as uh, disingenuous or uh, not sympathetic, I apologize for that. I well, think well, what you meant to say was for the people who have the means to go have to a stocked fridge store. and go to the grocery store, who why do so it? many people wait until, you know, we've known this storm is coming for days. Why do so many people wait and then, you know, rush into the stores and clear the shelves on the on, – Six hours before it hits. Clearly, I was referring to people who are yep. of means, who aren't worried where their next meal's coming from. And for those in this community, and I know there are many, who, through no fault of their own, are not able to put food on the table on a cold, snowy night like tonight, you have my sympathy. And I was I was not trying to be flippant. I wasn't trying to be funny um, because yeah. there's nothing funny about it. And for any of you who have plans tonight, check those plants. Uh, closings are already flooding in that we are under a winter storm warning after a slight southern shift in the storm's track um, has sent our expected snowfall higher. Um, this is from the Kansas City Star this afternoon. We're going to try to get Busby on here in a little bit. Yep. Cities under the warning include Leavenworth, Lansing, Overland Park, Olathe, Lenexa, Liberty, Riverside, Kearney, Kansas City, Independence, KCK. Much of our listening area is now expected to get four to seven inches of snow with winds gusting as high as 45 miles per hour. So we've dropped back down to four to seven? Uh, This is from the Kansas City Star within the last, well, two hours. So you're right. Busby might have higher totals when we Yeah, I think it jumped up a little bit. And I saw a meme that said, how do you know you're in the Midwest? And it said, snow forecast between one and 78 inches. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're at, baby. Uh, Might get some, might get none. Most things are going to be closed. Yeah, I think so too. You know, it's just not worth gonna... messing with. You know, you know, I'm actually. We've been here before. We've done this before. Yeah, we have, and obviously, this is the first major one of the season. Um, I'm actually surprised we haven't seen more school districts uh, call in and say, "Hey, we're we're done for tomorrow." I mean, I'm I'm looking up at Channel Nine. Tonganoxie is closed tomorrow. They've already announced. Uh, and they've got some churches and stuff like that. I'm sure it'll happen, and they'll be sending out the text messages to everybody. Well, why, just do it now. Get it over with. Let the parents figure out what they're going to do tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there's nothing worse as a parent, and you guys know this, as waking up on that morning, and you're you know it's 6 o'clock in the morning, you're scrambling to get ready for work, get the kids fed, and then, oh, 625, school's canceled. Although, as a kid, it was always fun to, yeah, to be able to... Plop down in front of the TV and and wait for your your city and your school to show up. Now it's boring. They just send out text messages. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that was a rite of passage when we were little. Sit around and the man, radio. They never close school. Oh, my grade school started with a V. I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hated that. <laughs> and then you I missed it. I'm like, okay, second. twenty more minutes. Yeah, and those <laughs> schools back then when we were kids, I don't know how it happened. They were they were uh, up at the top of the hill both directions. Well, you know? I, I tell you, you know, before text messaging, I can remember being the news director of this radio station in the early 2000s, and we would have a master list, and that's all we would do. Mm-hmm. Nolan Ellen in the morning would, would be just, we uh, 
Eric Zamoripa and I would run in the list like yeah. every 10 minutes. You had to have a password. Remember that? Of course. All of the superintendents had our password. Mm-hmm. And you would. And so you didn't have some like 15 year old kid calling in and canceling school. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what our password was. I, the worst kept secret in town, I'm sure. I, I want to say ours was Vanguard. I can't remember. Mm. But, but <laughs> Dana, you totally jogged my memory. I had forgotten about that. So in the old days, back before, well, the internet was around, but text messaging really wasn't, or, you know, yeah. mass. Last century. Blast texting. So the, the superintendents from every school district would call all the TV stations and all the major radio stations, yeah. and they had to have a password. And they would call in and say, hey, it's, it's Marjorie. Yeah. Uh, hi, it's Marjorie Taylor over at uh, Shawnee Mission. Uh, Vanguard. <laughs> Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're closing for today. Okay, oh, okay. thank you, Marjorie. Thank you, Marjorie. Do appreciate it. Where is Scott City? Anyone know? Mm. Uh, if, if you look at and the hashtag for, for any severe weather, the best place to look is KSWX or MOWX. And the current view in downtown Scott City, and I assume that's west of us toward Colorado where I-70 is shut down, it is white out conditions. Oh my it's goodness. north of Garden City Just in western white Kansas. Oh my out goodness. conditions. Um, As it almost always is whenever the snow comes through. Please be careful. A really good friend of mine said, hey, tonight's bowling night. I said, you are not going bowling tonight. See, they will cancel all that stuff. See, Leavenworth and Lansing, McLeod has canceled evening activities, but Leavenworth and Lansing are c- closed for tomorrow. I'm and curious. then they face... Go ahead, Sam. The risk if they do call it off early and then we and don't then get nothing. the event that they're calling for, then they look dumb. Uh, I'm curious. The phones are ringing. If you are out in it, certainly if you are west of here or just traveled west of here, uh, we would entertain a couple of those calls sure. before we get Busby on here at 586-7798. Uh, be careful. Operation Stormwatch here on KMBZ, 913-586-7798, 586-7798. From the text line, Leavenworth has slushy roads. I am between Leavenworth and Platte City right now, heading towards Platte City. Roads are wet and no slush. Okay. Uh, somebody else writes, I am in Lee's Summit. Okay. Um, and we've got some serious traffic issues out here in Lee's Summit. Oh, we got a call about a bad wreck on 470. That, that's what they're writing about, northbound 470? Yeah, but I have not been able to confirm they said it's closed at Woods Chapel Road. Okay. Can you check on that if you don't mind? Yeah. Um, Operation Stormwatch. Uh, Laura in Kansas City. Laura, hello. Hey, Scott. Hi. Hey, listen. When you uh, commented earlier about uh, waiting around early in the morning for the, the notification about the school yes. closures. So that made me remember about 20 years ago, um, I had four I had four kids in the independent school district. So, but it, it was early and we were still asleep. Phone rings. I, you know, this is when we had our phone by the bed. Pick up the phone. You're half asleep. And all I hear is Jem Henson telling me that my kids don't have school today. And I couldn't figure out why the creator of the Muppets would be calling me so early in the morning. <laughs> Jim Henson, by the way, used to be the superintendent of independence. Of, of the same name, different person, yes. Yes, but but it's a name, and then the minute he said his name, that's all I could think about was the Muppets, and then it was an after fact that, oh, yeah, that's the superintendent of <laughs> nice. independence. Never mind. Thank you. <laughs> Laura, take care of yourself. Okay, bye. Right, be well. Uh, Dane in Harrisonville. Dane, good afternoon. Welcome. 
Hey, hey, it's, hey big fan, but um, I'm letting you know, it's really not that bad. It's just wet out here. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. It, it's just, it's really – it's Kansas, Missouri. It's really not that bad. I, People are making it bad. I, I think what they're what they're doing though in regards to the schools tomorrow is they're they're moving in anticipation. Oh yeah. And the, the weather is supposed to get much worse after the show tonight, overnight tonight. Then there's another round coming, correct? On Thursday. Yes. So there is what we're gonna get tonight, which is anywhere between Sam, what'd you guys say, three to eight inches? Uh, yeah, that's the latest report. Three, three to eight, and we'll find out. Uh, Busby just texted me. He's going to join us after 4.30. So we'll get the latest from him here in a few minutes. But, uh, by the way, yeah, go ahead. I just looked at Casey's scout. It is a uh, what's being described as a minor accident. It is covering the right shoulder and right exit lane, uh, but traffic heading north on 470 is down to it, one lane. According to the Kansas Department of Transportation, and then we'll look at the Missouri side, the the road closures are nowhere near here. All of I-70 east and westbound heads to Colorado. Shut down. U.S. 24 from Hoxie to Colorado. Shut down. 36 from Atwood to Colorado. U.S. 40 from Oakley to Colorado. U.S. 83 from Oklahoma to Nebraska. Uh, K-25 from Oklahoma border to Colby. It, it's, it's not here yet but all of those roads i just mentioned are closed all right let's go to sean in warrensburg sean good afternoon hello hi everybody hi i commute from the sedalia area to kansas city every single day i teach in kansas city and so i have made the trek from kansas city and i'm now approaching home we need to take it slow like the previous caller said it's not that bad it is wet but it is slushy. It's accumulating. I've watched my degree temperature on my car go from 35 to 34. It's now 33. Uh, I've seen probably five slide-offs between Kansas City and here. Uh-huh. Uh, Lone Jack, Warrensburg, Lamont. And I imagine it's people that have just hit the side, hit the shoulder, or they've passed. And that, you know, the gutter that sits right in the center uh, they've just hit it and spun out. So I've seen a number of people pass me, and as they pass me, their back end is fishtailing a little bit. Slow down, people. Put them lights on and take your time and get home safe. Sean, thank you for the call. And then some uh, humor from Northwest um, Kansas City weather on Twitter. Temperatures will be dropping into the single digits below zero. If outdoor activities are planned, prepare for brutally cold temperatures. And it may be completely inhospitable for those of you from warmer climates. <laughs> pretty funny. That's pretty good. Uh, KMBZ is under Operation Stormwatch. It is brought to you by JR and Company Roofing. Uh, we'll have the full forecast coming up in just a few minutes at the bottom of the hour. And Brian Busby joins us in the ne- uh, next segment of the program. Uh, the AFC playoffs are set. The Chiefs will be taking on the Dolphins. Saturday night, 7.15, it is on Channel 41. If you do not live in the immediate Kansas City metropolitan area, you will only be able to see that game on Peacock. Uh, The Bills and the Steelers will also play on Sunday at noon. That's a big game for me and Johnny Grayson. Yeah. And the Texans and the Browns will play. That is your AFC playoff calendar. 
People are mad about that Peacock decision, man. But locally, you just watch it on 41. You live in Topeka or Lawrence. I I don't know what that means for you. Locally, it is on 41. Let me, and maybe we'll get into the Peacock thing in the 5 o'clock hour. Why is that such a big deal? Because people feel like they have the right to watch a playoff game over, like, terrestrial television. And you do if you live in Kansas City. But if you lived in... Uh, Biloxi. You you don't have the right to watch a Chiefs game. I mean, you would be expected to have cable. If if you live out of market, you probably know we're going to have to go to a bar to find this. My parents have said that since the day they moved, that, like, all of the games are not being shown down there. They show games from right. that area and, of the country. And, and, and your mom and dad, Craig and Juicy, are, are big KU fans. Huge. They they know that if they want to they, – they've moved to Biloxi, Mississippi. Yep. If we want to watch a KU basketball game, yeah. then we got to get ESPN+. It's Plus. usually the SEC that is on TV down there, they said. And so why is this – I don't understand why this is so controversial. Um, Because I think it's a playoff game, and people are like, well, shouldn't we all be able to watch that? And, and if you live in Kansas City, you get to watch it for free. Yeah. If you live in Fargo, North Dakota, you're going to need Peacock. Well, and we all get to watch it. You just better be ready to cough up five bucks. And by the way, Peacock is – amazingly cheap and all you do is it's not that buy it and then you cancel it's not that it's that it's on top of netflix and on top of youtube tv and on top of you know we all thought this whole let's get rid of cable experience was going to be cheaper and i think for most people we very quickly came to realize that is not the case it's not if i want to watch yellowstone and i want to watch reacher and i want to watch ted lasso if you want to watch individual shows that for whatever reason you've taken an affinity for, yeah. then you're going to have to get different streaming services. It's going to cost you more money. Or cable is still around. Go buy your cable. St. Margaret of Shawnee still has cable. Yeah. I bet that's a job that's few and far between now, a cable salesman. Right? 913 586 Seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. We will get to more of your calls, your comments in just a moment. Brian Busby joins us in the next segment. We'll get an update on the forecast for tonight. Three to eight inches of snow, depending on where you live, here on Dana and Parks. I gotta get the bread of milk. I gotta get the bread of They said snow! I gotta get the bread of milk! Oh my god! These are dark days in Kansas City. There is a major snowstorm barreling down upon us. People are running to the store looking for bread and milk. (laughs) Hello, Brian Busby. Hello, Scott. Hello, Dana. Hello, Sam. What are you doing, you handsome devil? It's good to hear your voice. I'm just sitting around, um, about ready to go on the air at 5 o'clock, but I'm watching with some popcorn how people are just driving crazy. Yep. Looking at a scout camera now on your very air, and it looks like a big old backup in traffic um, due to someone sliding yeah. off again. So w- yeah. w- w- tell us, just give us the, the nuts and the bolts here. When, who, and where? Mm. Okay. Storm system is going to continue to dump on us. Three on the lower end, and that's going to be the farther south you go. Six, possibly even some isolated pockets of seven 
up towards, say, Liberty, as close as that, possibly toward Platte City. So that's going to be the crux of it, starting now, not ending until sometime, I would say, one or two tomorrow afternoon, heavy downpours of snow, snow bursts, as I like to call them. And that's another thing while I have this opportunity, flurries. People think flurries can't accumulate. Flurries are just like a boxer, a flurry of punches. It comes down heavy, and then it eases up. So when it changes intensity over a short period of time, that's a flurry. And so that's what we're getting outside right now. Bursts of snow come down, still accumulate. And once the ground gets a little colder, that will start to stick on the roads. Starting to get a little slushy on roads, but as they continue to cool down even more, we're going to see those ridges, you know, the grooves that the tires make. And then it will become snowpack later on tonight. As long as the crews stay ahead of it, we should be in pretty good shape. But it will be coming down probably like this overnight, heavier, temperatures colder, winds stronger, and then maybe starting to taper off by 10 or 11 o'clock tomorrow. And then round two is when? Round two of this storm, this is just going to be a continuous round. If you're talking about the one on Friday, yeah, yeah, that's another one. And honestly, I'm still trying to get my arms around this one. I haven't really did a deep dive into that one. But just common sense will tell you because it took Mother Nature a long time to bring all the ingredients together for this one. The next one should not be as strong. Operation Stormwatch brought to you by JR and Company Roofing. Uh, Chief Meteorologist Brian Busby from Channel 9 joining us on the KMZ hotline. Are, are, when we go to bed tonight, are we looking at basically what we're going to be going to bed with and then we wake up and it's six inches of snow on the ground? Or is this something that's going to happen You know, between the time we get off work before we go to bed or something no, that's going to last until 6 o'clock tomorrow afternoon? I think there'll be many periods of the snow while we're trying to sleep. So this one will probably be more of an, a surprise, if you will, compared to how much we've accumulated overnight. And another thing that I always talk about, and I always look at these SPC weather, uh, the Storm Prediction Center's website. Yeah. And if there's even an inkling of a thunderstorm in Missouri, I think that we could see thunder snow. And we all know how Jim Cantori loves that. Oh, thunder snow. Thunder snow. That's not a ride at Worlds of Fun. Thunder snow is a thunderstorm. See, the atmosphere really doesn't care what the temperature's like as to what the precipitation is. You get a lot more rain in the summertime under a thunderstorm. When it's below 32 degrees in the column of the atmosphere, you get a lot more snow where that thunderstorm is. And so when you get thunder and lightning at the same time you get snow, usually it piles up quicker. So you think we might get some thunder tonight? <laughs> I think so. If it happens, they'll be after like uh, 2 or 3 in the morning, and they wake you up. Chief Meteorologist Brian Busby over at KMBC, thank you always for your time. Thank you. Nary a cloud to really not give us snow. Boom! (laughs) (laughs) Dilly, dilly. We we need to start that again. That was always fun. We will. After all this is out of here, we'll start it up again. Yeah, no doubt. Sounds good. Looking forward to lunch with you guys, too. Love you, We do, too, man. Love you, too, brother. Be good. All right, be well. All right, so we sit and we wait. Yeah, but there's thunder snow. Boom, boom. I love that song. Boom, boom. Did you over the weekend, uh, Missouri top election official Jay Ashcroft says swatting call brought police to his home. Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft said that his Jefferson City house was the target of a swatting incident late Sunday night with an anonymous call sending police officers to his home, causing him to come outside with his hands up. So he said on, on in an interview, he was on his treadmill 
around 9.15 Sunday night when he got a call from a restricted number that, thank God, he took the call, Scott. He got a call from a restricted number that turned out to be the Jefferson City Police Department trying to, quote, talk him out of the house. The officers told them that they received an anonymous call saying a resident at that address had shot and killed his wife and shot several other people. Ashcroft said uh, officers checked with him and his family to confirm everyone was okay. They even sort of apologized, saying this is surreal. Um, yeah, how do you respond in this situation? Oh. What do you mean, talk me out of my house? I can just come outside. No, but here's the deal, Sam. If he had not answered the <laughs> phone, yeah. we've seen this turn deadly in, in oh, Wichita yeah. and in other places where mm-hmm. you don't know. It's an unrestricted number. You think it's spam, whatever. You don't answer the phone, and then all of a sudden you've got SWAT bursting in trying to save somebody that doesn't need but, saving. But, but, but wouldn't they know in Jefferson City that that is the home of the Secretary of State? I think it's dispatched to an address, and okay. the dispatchers tell police we've got an emergency call at this address. And they, and they don't look I, – I, I'm assuming Jay Ashcroft doesn't rent, uh, so I'm assuming he's the owner of the home. And wouldn't they say, by the way, the home you're going to at such and such and such and such – uh, is owned by Jay Ashcroft, yes, the son of the former governor and senator, yes, the secretary I of state. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they have a running list of- On a Sunday night? Important people's addresses well, at the dispatch. You, you, can, you can run somebody's license plate and tell who owns the car. You can't run somebody's address and see who owns the house. That's a great point, actually. I mean, you can look up their tax records. I don't know. It, it would come up almost automatically. This is so ridiculous. It is currently a class B misdemeanor in Missouri to f- make a false police report. Uh, you know, six months, some mm-hmm. change in fines. At least one bill filed this year would increase the penalties for swatting calls. I can't believe they haven't done this nationwide. We have seen deaths. Well, we have seen officers right. hurt. We you're have right. seen careers ended. We have seen lives ended. You're right. Can I say something to you? You can say anything to me. The paint by numbers thing. Maybe the greatest gift of all time. I'm addicted. It's addictive, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. How far did you get? Uh, we're working on it. Uh, it. It is incredibly detailed. Yeah, a lot of squares. Need some high-powered readers to see those oh, little well, I'm, spots. I'm, I'm going to be getting a magnifying glass. Okay. Huh? I am. But what I I actually took your so if if you're new to the show, uh, where last, have you been? Dana. <laughs> yeah. Where have you been? Welcome. Uh, last year. At a roughly this time, Dana and Sam and I took an iconic, what I consider to be, an iconic picture. It's very tongue-in-cheek uh, in my living room of just the three of us. My neighbor Heather Mead took it. And we use it as what, what we call in this business a glossy, uh, where we sign it if anybody asks for autographs or whatever, and we mail these out. Well, Dana went out and got this picture turned into a paint-by-numbers uh, thing, picture, And she recommended when she gave it to me, and I love this gift. I I just think it's brilliant. And when she gave it to me, she said, put it on the island in your kitchen, and people will just come in and they'll just start painting it. Yeah. They won't even know what they're doing. They'll just come in, like if you would put a puzzle. You know what numbers are. You can do this. If you would put a puzzle on the island, people would just come in and start trying to put the puzzle together. She said, put this paint-by-numbers picture on the island and see what happens. So I did. No fewer than four people have had their hand on this picture. (laughs) Right? And then you get started in one little area, and you're like, well, I might as well just finish this area before I stop. I mean, I, at one point last night, my back hurt, my eyes were bleeding. I'm like, okay, I painted for like an hour and a half, and I'm like, I got to get up and be done. So yesterday morning, uh, 
Maya is is in town for her last weekend before she goes back to school, and she left last night. Um, But yesterday morning, Sunday morning, I wake up and doing stuff around the house. She wakes up, and she says, Dad, will you make pancakes for me before I head back to college? Yeah. And I said, of course, sweetheart. I'd be happy to. So I start, I'm, I'm making pancakes in the kitchen. I turn around. Yep. And that was the picture I sent you yesterday. I turn around, and Maya is, she is at work yep. on this painting. She is just sitting there at the counter, just painting and painting and painting and painting. I've gone many nights without painting, but I find that when I paint for even 30 minutes, I can feel my blood pressure going yes. down. Yes. I don't know what it is. It forces you to zone in on something and not think about anything else. I love this gift. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. We had so much fun this weekend. I know. And and I didn't tell anybody any. I didn't say, hey, you need to paint. No. It's time to paint. Here it is. Pick up a brush. I, w- I just left it there on the island. Next thing I know, pe- you know, people were over at the house. I look over and somebody's painting. I do want to give everyone one little pro tip. Uh, learn some things along the way because I'm almost finished with my first masterpiece. Tap, 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 tap. Uh, as soon as the <laughs> paints come, masterpiece. take a Sharpie marker and underline paint number six. Because there will come a point where you do not know the difference between the six and the oh, nine. The nine. Yeah. And the nine is brown and the six is gray. And I'm like, oh, God, which one is which? And I think I goofed in the painting and in one area used six instead of nine. But I'm going to go back and fix it. Is he it. swinging an old wooden club now? Yeah, now, right? <laughs> that was supposed to be a wedge. Yeah. <laughs> it's a silver shaft. Come on. Oh, so no, but I, th- I think the painting you did, I think it came out great. It is eastbound 470 all the way back to 350 Highway, by the way. I'm so sorry to just break in, but I'm reading that on Channel 9's closed captioning. It yeah, is so a major backup. Sam, what do you? What can you see? The wreck is right where 470 turns from east-west to north-south. Uh, and it yep. is just after that curve, right before mm. the Struthers Road exit. Bridges and overpasses freeze first. I'll tell you what. Uh, Sporting announced today, uh, you know, I'm a season ticket holder. Yeah. Uh, Lionel Messi is coming to town this year in April. Wow. How much? I I have no idea. I have season tickets. They're moving the game to Arrowhead. Oh, I'm sure they are. Now, Sporting has sent me. Now, I'm a a season ticket holder. Some of the best seats in the stadium you have. You you know I have some Mm -hmm. of the best seats in the stadium. And let's just say I've been calling Derek, my ticket broker, Mm -hmm. To make sure that Scott doesn't get screwed mm-hmm. and ends up in section 380. Derek, don't make those decisions. <laughs> he does my, not. That's my guess. Well, here, here's what Derek has also not been <laughs> doing today is answering my phone calls. Those have been going straight to voicemail. But they announced today that they're moving the sporting game uh, against Inter-Miami out to Arrowhead Stadium for their game in April. <sighs> Really, really good seats. You'll they still did. get to see it. It's fine. That, well, that, Sporting has promised me in my email that I get I get the same line of sight Similar seats. line of sight, yeah. Now, what does that even mean? Well, you better be in the fourth row or lower. Same line of sight seats. Uh-huh. Believe it when I see it. All right, 913-586-7798. She is Dana Wright. He is Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Quick, big school closure update. Down goes Blue Valley. 
Hmm. Blue Valley, due to adverse weather conditions, all schools will be closed tomorrow. Uh, the way this normally works, you know this as well as anyone. Dominoes are going to start to fall. So as soon as Blue Valley goes down, uh, Shawnee Mission, Olathe, DeSoto, uh, they're all going to It to is likely to follow. Yeah. Uh, but for right now, again, Blue Valley uh, closed tomorrow. Following some massive breaking news out of Dallas-Fort Worth. Where firefighters and police say they are responding to a major incident. Those are their words. Major incident in front of a hotel in downtown Fort Worth where at least 11 people have been injured. It is a massive explosion. The street is covered with debris. Let's check in with the CBS affiliate down in Dallas-Fort Worth, Channel 11. Six feet to the ground to the ground. there just were no to, stairs. To, just to get out of there, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the stairs were gone. Uh, we do want to let you know, folks, we've got uh, an extra piece of information that just came in. This is uh, in regards to the Family Reunification Center. We know that authorities have set that up over at Sundance Square. I want to give you the exact address because this is at Sundance Square, but it's at a parking lot right near Sundance Square. So the exact address here is 205th Street. Once again, 200 Fifth Street. It is a parking lot uh, right next to Sundance Square, and that is uh, where the Family Reunification Center has been set up. So again, um, the authorities were asking if there's anyone that's looking for a loved one, anyone that is is is, is missing someone. They're asking you, uh, is stay clear of this area at all costs. Do not go there. Uh, those reunifications are going to be taking place over at uh, Sundance Square. And again, one more time, uh, just just for redundancy here, in case you missed it, 200. Fifth Street. That's right. Yeah, and it, which is interesting because it was at, I believe it was 420 Houston, which is probably a little too close. And, to and, and that probably that has a lot to do, to do with, with the fact that the, perimeter, that the perimeter is being yep. expanded and it, exactly. it's, 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 uh, it's uh, sort of uh, stretching back and people are falling back. Mm -hmm. um, so again, um, it, all indicators right now are that this is still uh, very much uh, an, an active response, uh, that crews and that officials are still very, very, very early on in all of this. Um, and, and, and the obvious factor of that, at least to me right now, is that we're getting word uh, that the perimeter is being expanded, uh, that people are... Really, really quick, and we will jump back in as, as they have more to report. That, that is super important locally about the reunification center. We, we are seeing images of... horrifying images of walking wounded. I, I want everyone listening to understand this is a massive building explosion. And it's called the Sandman Hotel Sandman. in downtown Fort Worth. And when I looked up this address, confirm this for me, Sam, is this right by the JFK Memorial? Uh, so the JFK Memorial happens to be at Houston and Main Street. And this was 420 Houston. So four blocks, whichever direction. I, I don't know how Dallas works. You know, well, well, this is in Fort Worth. Keep in mind, this is in Fort Worth. There, there is a difference. Fort Worth but, but is to the west of Dallas. Help me explain that, because when I looked up this hotel, the pins are literally on top of one another. Uh, there is a seriously, seriously injured man uh, hugging a woman right outside of this blast site. They're, they're both kind of laying down on the sidewalk there, and they're trying to get that couple so, emergency help. So the, the, the way that Dallas-Fort Worth works, think Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas. Sure. Uh, but Fort Worth is much bigger than KCK. Think Minneapolis, St. Paul, okay, where you have Minneapolis, that's the big city. St. Paul is a big city, yeah. but it's a smaller city just off to the side. Th that is how Fort Worth is to Dallas. Fort Worth is to the west of Dallas, Got it. but it is in the same metroplex. Got it. Uh, the debris field is enormous. 
So um, we will continue to monitor. They are obviously saying uh, steer clear of the area. One reporter is saying that there was no smell of gas nearby, according to one witness, that it smelled more like burning paint, whatever that means. Yeah, to clarify, the JFK Memorial is on North Houston Street in Dallas. This is Houston Street in 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 Fort Fort Worth. Worth. Yeah, so I I was going to say. They're nearby, but they're not right next to each other. He he was shot and killed in In Dallas. Dallas. Which is about 20 miles to the east of Fort Worth. Uh, They've requested a second alarm. Injuries reported. The initial reporting here said uh, 11 injured. Uh, Again, that was just in the first 10 minutes after we started seeing these images on Twitter. So we'll monitor. um, We're seeing one critical, two serious. Bring you an update as we can. Uh, Story here from the New York Post. The Las Vegas felon seen in a wild courtroom video jumping over and then pummeling a judge God uh, appeared before her again today. Only, the same judge? Mm-hmm, yep. Only this time uh, the court was not taking any chances. Uh, Deborah Redden, 30, was marched into Clark County District Court Judge Mary K. Holtis's uh, courtroom under heavy guard, wearing shackles, orange mitts, and a spit hood. The extreme security measures called to mind an iconic scene in the 1991 film Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. In which Hannibal Lecter was wheeled into a courtroom strapped to a dolly. Redden appeared shortly before 9.30 local time to continue his sentencing hearing for an earlier baseball bat attack. This isn't even the attack against her. This is for the earlier attack that she was about to sentence him for when he went all crazy Marvel... Comics. Character... Yeah. Nut. And went flying through the air and landed on top of her. He's he went due, all Olympic high jumper well, on her. He, he's, he did. He's due back in court tomorrow in front of a different judge on charges related to what happened last week. I believe he was already a three-time felon as well. Yeah. He, he also told the judge, I'm not a rebellious person. Oh, okay. Thank you. N- Until noted. you sentence me, and then I become one. <laughs> noted. Uh, the judge remains sore and stiff, but is thankful. And then Redden said, judge has it out for me. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Quick break for the news. Dan Weinbaum has that. Coming up in two minutes, Sam Stevie, Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.